you know in the in the the the, the, uh, in the book of in the book of Matthew. Yeah. I think it's chapter six. Yes. Chapter verse, six. Yeah. Uh, chapter six verse is this type twenty something piece was saying that when you pray as you repeat prayer, yeah. God is no as you do not like it, it's angry. Is like all these hypocrite people. Mm-hmm. So I was not looking at it that how oh, the way we pray. Are we not repeating prayer? I've been asking my husband since. My husband said no, it's not like that. But I'm looking at it that like this one, I'm asking for God for promotion. Okay. Am I not repeating prayer like that? No. No. Because he said in the Bible, in that was I said before you before 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 you even ask, you know what you want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what you need. Yeah. Just ask. That's because when I was that just ask. So now look at it that I've been asking over a year now. God, I want promotion. No, I want promotion because so many things happen during that promotion time. I want promotion. No, like, Baba, when the promotion come, because I've written the exam. Baba, let my name be there. Let my name be there. So I was not looking at it. That I will not be repeating the prayer. No, you are not repeating prayer. And then uh, okay. I would like to explain further. If it is possible for you to call me after this study, because I want you to, okay. I don't want to, I don't want just want to answer you. I want to give you some okay. understanding of the words too. So because okay. if I answer okay, you and you don't have uh, some understanding of what I'm saying, you just take my answer okay. like that. So I don't just want you to take my okay. answer like that. I want you to understand okay. what I'm saying too. So. After okay, this Bible study, you. you can just call me like after five minutes of the Bible ending of the Bible study, you can call me on WhatsApp. Okay. And then we'll, I will explain okay, that to you. And then you can always okay, call me sir. on WhatsApp. I do one on one Bible okay. study. So it's not uh, only group Bible uh-huh. study. <laughs> so uh, I would like that one on one so that I will be able to know more okay. about God. Yeah, that would be great. That That is okay, one thing sir. I. I would love to because everybody's here and we need to start for today and then because time is going yeah so uh i, I welcome everyone yes, to uh to today's study and i hope you guys are having a wonderful time today and the, i hope your week has been wonderful now before we start i would like us to pray uh our father in heaven we thank you for what you have done today Thank you for what you have been doing in our life. Thank you for the privilege to gather together today. Lord, I pray as we go into your word that you will teach everyone. You will reveal your word to them. You will explain your word to them. Give them understanding of your word. Every of their questions, let it be answered. After today's study, let them be blessed. In Jesus' name I've prayed. Amen, amen, amen in Jesus' name. Uh, It's a privilege for me to to be here today and to also teach this particular topic i hope everyone have uh, the the material that we are doing today sorry i couldn't uh, share it my laptop is having some little problems so it's connecting and disconnecting but i'm using my phone so i will be i want you to follow the material if you are with you on your phone or you have it with you anywhere you can just follow it i've already sent the pdf to you you can just upload it and follow as I'm teaching. So I want everybody to be part of it. So that's why I'm giving the material so that it won't be like, okay, I'm the only one that is talk, talking. You don't understand where I, I stop, where you are. And you can always go over it. That's why. Go over it again and again. If you have any questions, we can come back again and answer any question. 
do you do anybody does anybody have any questions concerning uh, last week's study before we start uh, this week does anybody have any questions concerning what we dealt with last week and then uh, I can quickly answer it before we start this one today okay if there is no question uh, eh? sorry okay so if there is no question i would like us to start studying about we're talking about the name the name and uh, from the first line it's talking about what is in a name what is in the name we'll be talking about the name uh, can you just please uh, mute your mic with this uh, lola lola can you please mute your mic thank you very much yeah so uh what is in the name what is the important what makes a name so important and there are three reference to we are going to be dealing with when we talk about a name everybody have a name and we have to know that our name is very important first a name is for recognition to differentiate individual person so because a name speaks for you we cannot differentiate everybody by their color or what they put on ah so 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 person that used to wear this no people will ask what is his name or what is her name so a name stands for recognition it stands for an identity when you want to identify someone then you give them a name so we everybody have a name you can be called different kind of name but we should understand that a name have rep, uh, significance it has identity and we'll be talking about the importance of names and also we'll be talking about the importance of the name of jesus why do we pray in his name what is so important about the name of jesus why do we do everything in his name why is the name so great and special more than every other name on earth i believe that uh, one thing that i saw is when god created everything on earth he gave Adam the privilege of naming everything on earth. So what Adam named things is what is being called. And then also, every one of us give name to things. We give name to all kind of things in our life. Maybe we call this thing, this is the name that we call it. And there are different names in different places that they call things. But we are talking about the name of Jesus. First, we have to understand that the name of Jesus stand for a reputation a name carry reputation that is when you mention that name it speaks for the family it carries honor and respect so the name of jesus carries what reputation for example my name is isaac when they mention isaac if they don't know me people that knows we say ah isaac ah i honor isaac oh i respect him oh i do this so it carries a reputation for the person for example, there are some names of celebrity that when we hear their names, we quickly recognize them and respect them. We already, even they are made as a, a label for different kind of things. If people want to make an advertisement, they put their name, the, the name of those people on it because their name carries reputation. So they are putting the name because people, are, are, people respect and give honor to the name. So when the name is mentioned, it carry reputation for that. For example, I'm looking at we are looking at uh, the President Trump. I don't want to mention my own president, <laughs> but looking at President Trump and some other presidents, 
uh, when you mention their name and you say I'm coming in the name of social so person okay for example if you say if someone comes to Georgia and say uh, President Trump I'm coming in the name of President Trump they will quickly stand up because they know that that name carries what it has reputation and then authority so the second thing that we need to understand that the name has characters and then I want us to look at um, Jesus when Jesus is to be born there was a prophecy by Isaiah Isaiah chapter 9 and I would like us to look at verse uh, verse 6 it said the Bible says that his name shall be called but it's a singular name there but there are characteristics of that name so Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6 it says that what for unto us a child is born and unto us a son is given and government shall be upon his shoulder let's look at that he said his name shall be called wonderful counselor mighty god everlasting father the prince of peace he said his name not his names so everything that you see there are the characteristics of that name the character your name shows character and the name of jesus show his characteristics so we look at it the same word is wonderful his name carry this character is a wonderful person jesus is wonderful is what is a counselor he cancel you because that's a character it brings out that character of counseling people he cancel us that's why he said he will send a comforter which is coming in the name of jesus to cancel every one of us the spirit of god to minister to us he said he's a mighty god jesus just like last week i was talking about that jesus is god in the flesh so if this is the mighty god when you mention the name of jesus you are mentioning you are saying god is mighty god is also our father and this will bring us to everyone that is born again we have what a family name and our family name is jesus he is the king of all kings but everyone that is born is not coming with the name that you are born with maybe you are born for me my son name is akinlabi uh many other people have different kind of names and we can talk about our surname but that's the name of my father my father's name is akinlabi but this akinlabi is my father's name that name comes upon me also and the family name now is akinlabi the family of akinlabi but if you are born again you are having the name of jesus on your head so you belong to the family of jesus and that's why we talk about when why people persecute you because they are persecuting you based on the family name based on your name why people hate christians why the devil is fighting you and i because of that name because what the name is the name that we are having us as our family name so when you call the name your father will answer you that's why you say our father who are in heaven his name is jesus hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come that will be done on earth as it is in heaven because he has made us seated with jesus we are seated with our father in heavenly places so the name carries a characteristic of what as our father and it's also the prince of peace the characteristics of bringing peace to your life so the name of jesus bring what peace 
So we can look at some uh, people in the Bible. Examples are given in this book. He said, Abraham was changed to Abraham. Jacob was changed to what? Israel. Simon was changed to Peter. We saw Saul being changed to Paul. Their name first, where they were, were changed because of the characteristics that they are carrying now. Abraham to Abraham it means what? Abraham means what? The father of many nations. Is the father of many nations. And we look at Jacob, which means supplanter, was changed to what? We changed to Israel. It means a prince of God. That's why we are we are the spiritual Israelites. We are prince of God. He said he's going to make a kingdom of what? Kings and what? And queens and what? And priests. And as a, a prince of God. Jacob means that Israel means a prince of God. We look at Simon, which means a weak stone. Being changed to Peter, we mean a rock. Simon was weak, but now Jesus is changing his name to be rock. So when your name is being changed, because everything that affects our life independently, that affects you, is because of your name. So if you are having a name that, that carries another characteristic, you begin to behave at that characteristic. It's for example, when they call Jacob a supplanter, and he's supplanting people, and he's cheating, because the name Jacob means cheater. It means someone that steals from people. It means someone that is corny. And he's doing that. He did that to his brother. He wanted to do that to, he did that to Laban too. You know, everywhere he's going, he's always manifesting his name. That's why when you mention the name of Jesus, Jesus always manifests his name. The characteristics of his name comes out to you. You know that this is what you are mentioning. And at the name of Jesus, many things come out because that is his characteristics. So we are talking about Saul was changed to Pete a bit to Paul, which means little. He says, I'm the little among all the apostles. He called himself, he humbled himself, I'm Paul, I'm little. I don't want to remember all these uh, positions that I've been holding before, the education that I have, my background. I'm not going to boast of the glory that I have before I humble myself. He's been called Paul, brother Paul. So the name now, we are looking at the characteristics, and I want you to begin to examine this in the life, in the light of talking about Jesus. What are the characteristics that God carry that you should find expressing in your life? Because you have that name upon you. I will talk about my people that are called by my name. I will talk about that later. Because it's very important for us to know that we are the people called by his name. That is called by what? The name of Jesus. So let's look at authority. The name carries authority. If you want to withdraw money in the, uh, from the bank and then uh, someone write a check for you, they must not write a check without a name on it. If, uh, a, uh, a, a, for example, a billionaire is asking me to go to the bank to withdraw money and he does not put his name on it. And I'm saying, and I went there and I said, uh, so, so, so billionaire is telling me to withdraw money. They will collect the check for me and check the name. What they are looking for is the name and the signature. That, oh, yes, I'm the one that authorized this so, so person to come and withdraw money from here. So when you are praying, for example, and you don't call the name of Jesus, it's like praying without uh, authority. 
That's why the Bible says, in the name of Jesus. We should not pray without calling that name. Don't call Father. You know, because when we call Father, it's just talking about the relationship. But the name of Jesus carries authority. Is the only name that is respected on this earth. For example, we're using President Trump. When we look at President Trump, for example, American president, writing something for me, holding me to do something, he has to give me something that will give me that will that will show his identity that I'm coming in his name. The security people that we see on the street, the police, we respect them based on the name of the government. The government is what we respect. A security man will come out, will come walk to you and say, I maybe I need your ID. You will give them your ID. You are not actually you are not actually respecting that man, but you are respecting the authority behind that man. When you disrespect that man, you are disrespecting the authority that that man carries. And that man also knows that I'm carrying authority. That's why he can walk up to you boldly and say, I need your I need I need your ID or I need you to identify yourself I need something from you it's coming in the authority of the name that he carries on himself so according to the law when you disrespect or insult a policeman or a security person or someone in a position of authority you are actually insulting their authority and that is what we have to understand that the name of Jesus carries authority it's, 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 it's very much in authority when you mention that name the devil knows that oh this is the king of all kings this is the savior of the whole world this is the messiah this is the everlasting father that came into this world and died for them and I have to obey so he has to obey because of the authority so let's go further when we look at another thing I want us to we talked about the name uh, carries reputation carries it has characteristics that we need to understand. The name carries authority. And um, before we go, I would like us to look at uh, when Moses was sent by God to go and meet the children of Israelite in Egypt. Let's look at uh, Exodus chapter three. Exodus chapter three, and we will read from verse uh, verse thirteen down to sixteen. Moses was sent by God to go and meet the children of Israel. He said, ah, I'm sending you to go and deliver these people. And Moses was, was, was being honest. If I go to meet these people, they are going to ask, who sent me? They are going to ask. And that's why when you are praying, you are standing in authority. The devil can challenge you, but you say in the name of Jesus, I come to you and I'm commanding you, I'm doing this. In the name of Jesus, they are going to ask. In this world, names is what is the most important thing. The most important asset or the most important person on this earth is name. The name are very great. So let's look at Exodus chapter 3, verse 13 down to 16. It says, And Moses said unto God, Behold, when I come unto the children of Israel and shall say unto them, The Father, the God of your Father, have sent me unto you. They shall say to me, What is his name? And what shall I say unto them? Verse 14 he said, And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. He said, Thou shalt say unto the children of Israel, I am as sent me unto you. He said, God said, Moreover, unto Moses, Thou shalt 
thou shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, The Lord God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, has sent me unto you. This is his name forever, and this is a memorial unto all generations. Verse 16 said, Go and gather the elders of Israel together, and say unto them, The Lord God of your father, the God of Abraham, of Isaac, of Jacob, have appeared unto me, saying, I have surely visited you, and seen that that which is done unto you in Egypt. Moses asked an honest question. If I go to meet these people, I cannot go by my name, because my name is not known. Nobody know me. And how can these people obey me? How can they believe what you just told me that you are going to deliver these people? I need your name. And in those days, the name of God was not known. God always have to announce his name to them. Whatever he called himself is what they know him to be. Just like he told Abraham, I'm the everlasting father. Abraham knew him as the everlasting father. Abraham also knew him as the Elohim. You know? So, but now Moses is sent to the children of Israelite to say that I am that I am has sent you. Now it's not explaining further that I am that I am that I am was with Abraham. I am with Isaac. I am with what? With Jacob. I've sent me to you. So he's talking about relationship. You know, sometimes you can pray in some people's name because God recognized them. These people have a relationship with God. So you are praying in their name, like in the name of Jesus, uh, uh, in the name of our Father, so, 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 which is not good. But you pray in their name because of God also recognized people's name what they have done for him he recognized them so moses now is going to the children of israel and he's saying the god of abraham and how who is the god of abraham who is that god of isaac who is that god of jacob that is jesus who is the god of abraham isaac and jacob so we've talked about uh the name and what it carries let's talk about uh, the next question that we need to discuss is the misuse of God's name. Many don't understand that we misuse God's name. Not only that people respect the name, but they don't know how they misuse the name of God. Uh, for example, it was given to the children of Israel, and that's why they don't call the name like that. Exodus chapter 20 verse 7 it says, Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guilty that take his name in vain. How many of us use the name of God to lie? How many of us call the name of God without prayer? Ah, Jesus! Ah, Jesus! You are afraid of it, Jesus! Maybe something falls in your hands. You say, Jesus! Is it Jesus that made that thing to fall? You know, there was a comedy I was watching, um, and in that comedy, someone mentioned the name of Jesus, and then uh, they now made a video just to talk in which, in the way the disciples talked to Jesus, and he said, uh, Jesus, he said, ah, he said, Master, 
are you the one that asked so, so, so person to do this? He said, I did not send him. He's just using my name. So we use the name of Jesus without value, in vain. And now we are not conscious when we mention the name of Jesus. We have been misusing it without knowing. Now we are not conscious. You don't understand the power that is in the name. You know, Jeremiah chapter 31, it says, Call upon the name of the Lord, and you will be saved. But people are calling upon the name of Jesus without his, his, uh, his necessity, without them needing God. It's not that they need Jesus to come and do something for them, but they just say, Hey, Jesus. Even if the worst thing that people do is they are in sin and they are mentioning the name of Jesus. Seems so many people in sin or dancing or doing worldly things and they are mentioning the name of Jesus because they don't know what they are calling. You know, in uh, in uh, in Africa where I come from, there are some idol that uh, you can't just mention their name. One of them is uh, Go. You call the name with respect. You reference the name, but most believers always call the name of Jesus without name them in prayer or in anything. Oh, people even swear in the name of in the name of God. Oh, I swear in the name of God. Oh, I swear. No, say so do not swear about any other thing. Do not swear about things on earth or with God or with His name. He said, let your yes be yes. The Bible even further says that he said, let, uh, let, your, let your yes be known to people. Let people know what you stand for. You don't need to now be vowing with the name of God for people to believe you. You don't need to testify in the name of Jesus. I said, ah, Jesus, yes. No, it's a lie. You don't need to do that. It's a misuse of the name of God. And when you begin to do that, you will not recognize how important that name is to you. Another thing I want us to look at is uh, um, I've, I've, uh, the next question. Uh, what is the name of God? And then I've already answered a little bit about that. Talking about what the name of God is. But I want us to look at uh, the characteristics. We talk about the history. And then the nature of individual uh, and I want to explain a little bit about that characteristics and history you know every name carries history there is history about your name and it's very important to find out the history about your name so that you can know where you come from it's very very important to find out where do we where are we coming from what is our background our, our forefathers what did they do what are the blessings that are on our forefathers? Where have they worked in? What can they do? What does the name rep, uh, represent? What are the problems in our family? Because the name also carries a lot of blessings, and name of people also carries a lot of problems. And if you cannot tackle those problems, you might be having if, if the effect of what the name is in your life. And that's why it's very important to find out the history. And that will make me talk about uh, someone's name, uh, Jabez. You know, if you read, uh, if we turn a Bible, it's not part of uh, uh, what is written in this chapter. But I want us to look at some people's name, which is, I think it will be going to bless us. It's Jabez, First Chronicle chapter 4. First Chronicle chapter 4. 
Uh, I want us to look at uh, verse 9 and 10. First Chronicle chapter 4, verse 9 and 10. First Chronicle chapter 4, verse 9 and 10. Uh, we read for us, and I would like you also to go through it. You know, Jabez, he said, Jabez was more honorable than his brethren, and his mother called his name Jabez, saying, Because I bear him with sorrow. And Jabez called on the name on the God of Israel, saying, If thou wilt bless me indeed, and enlarge my coast, that thy hands may, might be with me, that thou wilt keep me from evil, and it may be it may not grieve me, and God grant him what he has requested. Let's look at the problem in the life of Jabez was not because of him. I'm talking about tracing the history history of your name you need to know what does your name represent i know uh what my name represents my name is isaac he said because i laugh so and that name has always been the name i use most of the time so it affects you sometimes people will ask you why are you laughing i say my name is isaac you know <laughs> my name is isaac so but jabez name was what was sorrow the meaning of jabez is sorrow and in the life of Jabez, Jabez was experiencing sorrow. I'm talking about knowing the history of your family name, knowing the history of your name. Yes, you are born into the kingdom of God, but there are things that you need to deal with in the past. Yes, you are born again. You are born into Christ. He said, whosoever that is born into Christ is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are new. Great. Everybody that is born again, if you are born again, you are what? You are in Christ already. You are having the name of Jesus upon your life. But there are some laws, there are some things from your lineage that is what? That is related to blood. That you need to know and the Spirit of God will make you understand that this you need to deal with. Thank God for the inspiration that came to Jabez. Jabez would have never been honorable. Jabez wouldn't have made anything on earth. Jabez wouldn't have as uh, 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 fulfilled destiny. Jabez wouldn't have been great in life. And what is the problem of Jabez? He is because of his name. And the problem of that name is because of the person that gave the name to him. So everywhere Jabez go to, sorrow follows Jabez. Everywhere Jabez go to, limitation follows Jabez. Everywhere Jabez go to, failure is following him. And at a point, Jabez has to sit down and, uh, and look behind. What happened when I was born? What are the problems that happens? Where have I been to? What are the generational things that have happened in our life? What are the things? Our families are always blessed. Our families are always great. Why am I not great? Why? And the problem that was associated with Jabez is not because of what Jabez is doing or the sin that he has done in his life. It's because of the name that was given unto him. Like I told you, the name carries reputation, the name carries characteristics, and the name carries what? Authority. The name signified Jabez. The names identified Jabez. Everybody called Jabez. And they, even people will not want to associate with Jabez. Because who wants to associate with sorrow? Nobody. No, everybody wants to have a share with great person. Look at Jesus. Uh, 
I will still talk about that. Looking at Jesus, Mary was told the name that that son, the savior of the whole world, will be called. He said, His name shall be called Jesus. What is Jesus? Savior. So when they called Jesus when he was young, they say, Ah, Jesus. They are saying, Savior. Jesus, Savior. They are, they are mentioning that to him. He's sinking into his head because he grew up like us. Before he became 30 years, he was also learning. He was also growing with us. He was also learning some things. He did not start his ministry until he was 30. So the name was following around. He said, Ah, Jesus. This name is strange. How can you be? Nobody's bearing Jesus. A name similar to Jesus that means Savior is Joshua. And you saw that Joshua also saved his people and brought them into the promised land. You know, Joshua means uh, Savior. And Jesus means what? Savior. So we look at Jabez. He said, Jabez was more honorable. That was the end result of Jabez now. The sorrow part, the beginning of Jabez, what Jabez faced, we did not know about it. But the Bible is telling us the end part of Jabez. What did Jabez do that brought him that success? Is what? He what? He prayed unto God. And what is his prayer? I love uh, Jabez's prayer very, very much. He said, That thou will bless me. Number one prayer. Enlarge my coast. Not just bless me. Make me to multiply. Enlarge my coast. Then thy, that and thy hands may be upon me. I want the hands of God to be upon me. Everywhere I go, I want your hands to be upon me. And God said, I'm going to go with you. People will see me in your life. And then what? That you make me not, not keep me in evil. And the Bible says, God answered Jabez's prayer. And now Jabez is what? More honorable than his followers, than his brethren, than his colleagues. You have to trace back. You have to pray, God, reveal some things in my life. You know, sometimes people are having, you are having downfall in your life. You are having failure in your life. You don't know why those things are happening. It's better to pray to God and say, God, reveal some things to me. What is going on? Don't just continue to pray. Sometimes you just have to stop and say, God, I need you to reveal some secret things to me. There are things I don't know in my life. Reveal those secret things to me. If you look at uh, what happened to Jacob, uh, Genesis chapter 32, if you read from verse 22 down to 31, uh, we don't have much time. But if you read that, that was Jacob wrestling with what? The angel of the Lord. And what was Jacob's request? He said, that thou might bless me. That's a man that encountered God when he was living, running from his brother. And heaven was opened unto him, and God told him the same blessing that he told Abraham, that he spoke to Isaac, and is telling Jacob that I'm going to bless you. I'm going to make you great. I'm going to make you become a nation. And Jacob became a nation, but Jacob was struggling. Jacob was struggling throughout his life. 14 years working because of a woman, just to obtain, and another uh, seven years again working for Laban so he served Laban it's not just 14 years he was serving Laban he served Laban for 20 years more than 20 years served Laban for more than 20 years he was just serving and he was serving for what 
at 14 years he, he, he saw that he doesn't have anything because all that he have is Laban's property he has nothing Jacob owns nothing because if you if you are given a wife <laughs> and is the children of your master definitely you don't have anything your master owns you too so Jacob starts sat down and say no 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 I cannot be living my life without having something for me that will be called by my own name something for me I need to be independent God has already pronounced blessing upon my life I know that I'm blessed already so what is going on in my life what is affecting my life so Jacob sat down and at the point that you recognize that God was moving, what God was passing, and that's why it's very important for you to be sensitive in the spirit, God might wake you up at a particular time or ignite your spirit to begin to pray about something. You need to use that time wisely because God is working in time. When the time that God is speaking to you, sometimes when God is speaking to me, I shut down everything. Or when sometimes when prayer point comes to my mind, I pray it immediately. Because God is a God of time. If you are ready for him, it's ready. If you miss that time, you miss it. But thank God that Jacob did not miss that time. And he was wrestling with God in prayer. That is in prayer. You can also wrestle in prayer concerning your life. And that's why when we know the name of Jesus, we wrestle in the name of Jesus. That this is the name that is given unto me. And I need to obtain what Jesus has given unto me. He said he has given us everything that pertains unto life and godliness. Jesus has already faced all problems. You are not supposed to face problems. Your father, if my father has done something for me, he has faced all the problems, and my father is telling me to enjoy, I need to enjoy. I don't need to face the same problem that my father has faced. You know, some people are in sickness, and they don't know that Jesus has already faced sickness, conquer sickness, but they are still sick. And you can continue to suffer sickness until you come to the understanding that what? Your father was beating for you. The Bible says in uh, Isaiah 53, it said, By his stripes we are healed. If you don't know the word of God that speaks concerning healing for you, for you, that promise you healing, you will suffer healing. You will suffer sickness. And you won't know it until that uh, what your father has done for you comes into your mind and sink in your mind. And then you take authority and say, Yes, my father has purchased healing for me. So why am I still sick? And you stand on that word. Yes, you are purchased healing. I receive my healing in the name of Jesus. And I command you sickness to go right now in the name of Jesus. And that is it. The Bible says the kingdom of God suffer violence. But the violent take it by force. Before we start uh, Bible study, God was speaking to me about that verse. He said the kingdom is suffering already. And what you, you should understand is. The people in the kingdom of God are suffering. Some days ago, I was asking God, I said, why is it that we are not blessed? Why is it that there is no resources for children of God? And I was really in dying need of money. I was almost giving up. But it came to my mind. He said, he told me, he said, you don't know how to ask. You don't know how to what to ask. And God released me of all those problems, little problems I was having because I had to talk to him. I said, God, what is going on? And now God was speaking to me last week and was talking to me about what? Sons of God. And sometimes I will look at some people and God will say, Look at my son. 
Look at my son suffering. On Sunday, there is someone that's supposed to be in church and then called me and then uh, when the person called me and I look at the work that the person was doing. The person was supposed to be in church and God spoke to me immediately said, look at my son. And the kind of work that the person is doing is not, is not befitting for a son of God. You know, son of God are suffering. People are suffering in the kingdom of God. Yes, they are saved, but they are still suffering. Why? Because they don't know what their father has done for them. They don't have the knowledge of what the word of God has been given unto them. That word that was given unto them. And they don't know how to stand on the word of God to obtain what has been given. What has been given? I look at him. I say, God said, this is, look at, the, look at my son. And truly, he's the son of God. But the son of God can continue to suffer until the wisdom is given unto them. You know, Galatians chapter 4 was talking about that. He said, oh, uh, he said, uh, let me read it. Let me, I don't want to paraphrase it. Galatians chapter 4. After, when I read that verse, I was crying because of what? Because of what is written there. Because of what is written there. You know, he said, now I say unto you that the heir, as long as is a child, Divers nothing from a servant, though he be the Lord of all, but is under tutor and governance until the time appointed of the Father. Verse 3 says, Even so, we, when we were children, were in bondage unto the element of this world. Verse 4 says, But when the fullness of time was come, God sent forth his son to make made of a woman under the law. The Bible says what? As long as the heir, kingdom people, kings in the kingdom of God, sons of God, as long as they are children, as long as they are child in knowledge and in understanding, the Bible says what? They differ nothing from a servant. Though you are the heir of the kingdom of God, you are the son of God, your father is Jesus Christ. Your father has done everything for you. He has faced everything. But as long as you are still a child in knowledge of what he has done for you, of the word of God, of who you are, what did the Bible say? You differ nothing from a servant. He said, though he be the Lord of all things, is the Lord of all the riches of this world, of healing, of provision, of protection, of everything you can talk about. We are the owners of this world. You own the whole world. You own where you stay. You own your family. You own everything. But the Bible says as long as he's a child. You know, he divas. He said he's under tutor. He's under governors. Under the element of this world. Until the time appointed of the father. And that's why we should pray for what? Revelation. God, give me revelation. Deuteronomy chapter 29 verse 29 says, The secret things belong unto God, and those things that are revealed belong unto us. The secret things belong unto God. Last two weeks I was preaching about, talking about the uh, the kingdom of God, talking about the anointing, and I spoke about, no, no, even not, not talking about the sower, and I spoke to us that when Jesus was explaining the pro parable to them, he said, it is given unto you to know the things of the kingdom of God. 
to know the mysteries in the kingdom of God. It is given unto you know, to know the secret of how things work in this kingdom. You know, many are not searching the, the word of God. They are not reading. They are not studying. They are not praying. And they are suffering. And they will continue to suffer. You know, sometimes when I stand on the authority, maybe I've been sick for some days, and the revelation just come back to me, and the Spirit of God just inspire me and say, why are you allowing sickness? What is going on with you? Why are you allowing this situation? Maybe someone is oppressing me, and I've been submitting myself to the person, or trying to oppress me, and and you just come to me and say, why are you allowing this? You have authority. What are you doing? Use my name. You have the authority to use my name. Why are you not taking your authority and using your authority that you have as a son of God? And immediately I do take authority, the problem is over. You know? So, Jacob had to fight with the angel of God. Which is not just an angel of God. That was God on earth that he was wrestling with. The Bible says he wrestled with God. Yes, he was wrestling with the man that, he, that God came in the flesh. But he was wrestling with God. You need to go back and wrestle with God. What I mean by wrestling with God is pray until you see what you are praying about. But pray in faith. And the angel of the Lord asked him, What do you want? Said that you may bless me. And I said, What is your name? His name is the problem. He said, My name is Jacob. He said, You shall not be called Jacob. You shall be called Israel. He said, You are a prince of God. You are a praise of God. You are not going to be suffering under the people. You are not going to be cheating people and be cheated also. You are not going to be robbed. Now, as a praise of God, you can expand. You can take over. You can operate in authority. But as the name that you are having as Jacob, you cannot operate in authority. You will always be a timid person. You will never be bold because you are not prince. But now that you're having prince of God upon your life, that is Israel, you can operate as what? As a prince of God. Look at the Israelites. They are possessing their possession because what? They are prince of God. They are children of God. They know they are right. They know that their father has blessed them. God blessed them already. He pronounced his blessing upon them. He said, wherever your feet step upon, I'm going to give you as possession. And they are claiming what belongs to them. So it's very important for us to understand what the name of Jesus is in our life, it carries dominion, it carries authority, it carries freedom, it carries blessing. We look at all that things because we we are going to be dealing with this to uh, next week too. Next week Wednesday, we are going to be dealing with this again. I don't want to rush it. There are some other things that we need to talk about. But finally, before I uh, entertain questions. I would like us to look at uh, Matthew chapter 1 verse 21. Matthew chapter 1 verse 21 says, And the angel said unto Mary, She shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. For he shall save his people from what? From their sin. This is the final note I'm going to tell you. He said, His name shall be called Jesus. Jesus. Philippians chapter 2, we look at it next week. Jesus. For he shall save his people. He shall save his people. Do you see that? He shall save his people. That's why Second Chronicles chapter 7 verse 14 says, If my people that are called by my name 
we what we humble themselves and seek my face and pray how we hear from heaven how we heal their land how we hear from heaven how we heal their land if the people that are called by my name are you called by the name of Jesus do you have the emblem of his name on you do you belong to Jesus if my people that are called by my name he said he shall save his people his people his people from where from sin if you are struggling with sin in your life what you need to do is call on Jesus and whatever you are struggling with call on him he's the savior he's supposed to save you he's supposed to empower you to be able to overcome that that is his duty you are not supposed to struggle but because of lack of knowledge of what Jesus represents, we don't even pray in his name. We don't even call his name. Some people don't even know how to pray. Some people know you just need to talk. Prayer is communication. In faith. And you know that he's hearing you. He said his name shall be called Jesus. And Mary and Joseph named that son, which is which is what God in the flesh, his name is called Jesus. And from that time, he had been delivering his people. Until today, he's still delivering people. And if you are struggling with something, and you are facing something in your life, you need to call on Jesus today. Don't wait until you suffer for a long time. I wrote something on WhatsApp long, uh, yesterday. Affliction shall not rise a second time. You don't need to suffer affliction. You don't need to suffer affliction like slave. You don't need to suffer affliction because of sin. Even if you are in sin, you can ask for forgiveness from God and God will forgive you. And don't do that again. That's all. Don't do that again because he said he's going to save his people from sin. And Jesus has put sin to death. Romans chapter 6 talks about that. He said we are dead to sin. So the sin is dead already. It's gone. You just need to love God and hate that sin. Don't, don't love sin. Hate it. Have hatred for sin. Love God. So this is the things that we are talking about. Understanding what the name of Jesus and what the name of Jesus carries and what we can obtain in his name. And you need to go back and start praying his name. You know, pray in the name of Jesus. Before you pray, just in the name of Jesus. I declare this and standing in faith is simple you will be seeing what you are praying about coming to pass i've seen many things i prayed about and god just do it miraculously even when i'm not expecting because i know he hear me he said if you pray if you, he said you have not asked in my name he also said you have not asked in my name because that name is where is what you can make you obtain anything you need to ask in his name you have not asked because you have that's why you've not received is a ask so that you can receive so whatever you need today if you are suffering anything ask in his name and say jesus i want you to take control of this i want you to take charge of this i refuse to suffer this again i refuse to allow this in my life again no more this 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 today mark the end of this and that is it and that is what God wants to do in our life. I pray that God will bless us in the name of Jesus. Do we have any question? Do you have any question? 
I pray that I believe that God has been ministering to us. We will continue the remaining parts uh, next week, and by next week we'll finish this chapter. And at the end of this, by next week, we should understand what the name stands for, and then we should start using the name in the right way, not misusing the name of God, not misusing that name, Jesus. You know. So does anybody have question before we pray, and then bring uh, the study today to an end? Does anybody have any question? If you have question, even if it's not related to this, Hallelujah. Hello. Yeah, we can hear you. And my question is. Okay. My question is concerning of misusing of the name of God. Okay. Um, in Africa, yeah, we use the name in short. The way I call Jesus, in short, is like it's by my side, any small thing, Jesus. And I've discovered that my children also do that, like my little baby. Even though he's sleeping, from his sleep, he shout Jesus. If he say an aunt, we shout Jesus. What can so? What can I do to correct that? How can I able to correct that so that I will be conscious of myself of not calling the Jesus anytime I feel like calling him? And how can God forgive us for misuse His name for all these wives? Okay. Um. The simple way is uh, most of the time when people are insane or they see something that they are afraid of that they don't need to call that name, they use that name. Sometimes you can say, ouch, you can say, oh, you know, it's, Jesus is becoming an exclamation word. Jesus, oh, no, okay, yes, you know, you can use some, ah, awesome. Oh, this bad. You can use some other words to replace the exclamation uh, statement that we used to use at the end of every word or something that is fearful. Can you, ah, that's bad. Oh, can you, you can use some things instead of. And when you call the name, be conscious that you call the name. How you can change something is when you are conscious that you. Oh, yes, I just use the name now. Watch your day. How many times do you call the name of Jesus without praying? How many times? And when you begin to observe yourself that ah, I'm using the name wrongly. When you use the name wrongly because it's subconscious. When we call the name of Jesus, it's subconscious actually. When everybody mentions Jesus, it's subconscious. They are not even thinking. They just That word just comes out of their mouth freely because it, it has become subconscious. It's good that is subconscious but it should not be the name of jesus that is subconscious the word of god should be something that is subconscious i will not be afraid you should use the word of god i'm blessed i'm favored that's what should be something that you have ingested you have meditated on and now it's subconscious and you are saying it you know some people curse most of the time because they don't have anything in their mind that is blessing. You are blessed. Instead of causing people to say, you are blessed. Instead of causing you, you are stupid. No. Say, you are blessed. Ah, you are favored. So, you have to now start changing your mind. That's why the Bible says, renewing your mind. So, when I wanted to do a study of yourself in a day and look at it, how many times did I use the name of Jesus? And when your children, for example, are using the name of Jesus without prayer, because now if you are using it frequently without observing that it's necessary it becomes something that is not useful in your mouth it becomes a weapon 
that is not useful. It's like when someone is carrying a gun around and you keep shooting gun when you don't need to shoot a gun. Even when you need the bullet, you will not know how to use it because you have been misusing it. So when you need the bullet and you see the enemy, you bring out the gun. You know that I'm going to attack now. And the enemy knows you are going to attack. But if you are using the name frequently, it has become like water. It's not, there's no respect in it. But you have to correct your children. When they mention that name, just tell them, no, don't say that word. Just use blessful word. And uh, calling it out of sleep is normal for many people because maybe they are in danger. They call that name, which is good that that name came to their mind. It came to their spirit and say, in the name of Jesus, Jesus, the enemy will run away. Because in that point, you are in faith and you are acting. You are responding to the action that is negative to you. But when something is not negative and is a fearful thing, don't be afraid. Start changing your mind. Yes, ah, that's bad. Okay. Oh, awesome. Nice. Oh, wrong. Wrong. You can use so many words. That's the way we can do it. So I don't, uh, I don't use the name of God again. But one thing I want to say also is God has already forgiven you. Even if you use the name of God wrongly, sometimes you just say, God forgive me. He has forgiven you. But be conscious of it. You know, be conscious of it. Uh, in the Muslim community, they used to say, Walait Allah. Walait Allah. It's just wrong use of the word. And people that even mention it so much, they are lying. People that mention the name of Jesus. Ah, Jesus. No, they are liars. They don't understand the authority that they are walking in. When I need my father, I call my father. And when I call my father, I know that my father will respond. But when you use it in the wrong way, it's not responding to you. You don't think don't think it's responding. Because if I need Jesus now and I'm in the difficult situation, I say in the name of Jesus, I take authority over this situation. I know that Jesus is there already. And I know that I'm in authority and I don't even need to shout. I just say in the name of Jesus, I take authority over this situation right now in Jesus' name. It's done. Alright. Is there any other question? Or maybe something that has blessed you from the teaching and you want to share. Alright. If you have something to say, please go ahead or some of the experience you have had using the name of Jesus in the right way, not the wrong way, in the right way, and you've seen the results of uh, calling on the name of Jesus. You know, in the next uh, next week, we'll be talking about, we'll be looking at some people that call on the name of Jesus, and they use the name of Jesus for healing uh, the people, you know, they use the name of Jesus for healing, you know. So I will be I will be dealing with that. We'll be talking about that and the authority that we have that is in that name, and what other names in the Old Testament represent that Jesus Christ, that name, has fulfilled. In that name, everything is there. You know, if there's no other question or anything to add. I would like us to pray right now, and I want you to pray that God should give you understanding of His name. That God, I want you to give me understanding of your name and help me to begin to use your name wisely. To begin to use your name in authority. I want you to help me, Lord, to begin to use your name in authority in situations that you want to that want you to take over. 
Lord, I want you to begin to control my life. I want you to take over my life right now. I want you to give me the understanding of your name. Lord, we pray like right now. Lord, we thank you for what you have done today. Thank you for the teaching. Thank you for the understanding that you've given unto everyone that has been taught through your word. Thank you for what you are doing in their life. Lord, I pray that you give them the understanding of your name. I pray that the name of God, the name of Jesus, begin to have effect in their life. Whenever they call your name, you will answer them. Whenever they call your name concerning any situation, that situation is over. Whatever they need and they pray in your name, that name will respond. That authority in your name will begin to, begin to manifest. Let the authority of your name begin to manifest in their life. Let all glory be unto your name. Lord, I pray concerning everyone that is facing